you listen throughout the world. It's football time in Tennessee. Milrow stands in. Let's everybody get downfield. Still standing. He throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught. It's caught by Isaiah Bond. Touchdown, Alabama. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. Going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it. it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, He's 40, got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10, He's got it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with your host, Drake Colley. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, your host, along with Big Lou Maddox in the studio. I'm trying to get my headset on here and get things where I can hear. It's been a wacky day at the yeah, station. Yeah, there you go. It has been. Nothing wrong. And uh, we've been sitting around the studio working on a new intro. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Give you a little taste of the Tennessee Vols and legendary John Ward along with uh, legendary Eli Gull and the Alabama call of the glorious game between Bama and Auburn this year with the miraculous ending and the miraculous ending uh, of the Music City Miracle which against the Buffalo Bills, which propelled the Titans uh, to the Super Bowl that year. And it was incredible. And uh, I remember being so – I was telling Big Lou as we were playing that back, and listening to it, how upset I was, and uh, my buddy and I that went, we had PSL tickets there at Nissan Stadium. What is Nissan Stadium now? Was it Adelphia Coliseum at that time? I believe it was Adelphia, yeah. Adelphi or something like yeah, Adelphia that. Adelphia Coliseum, yeah. and so which fit the Titans brand a little better, sure, in my opinion. Sure, absolutely. And uh, I was so mad that the Bills got, came back down, scored that field goal, and he my. Buddy was, too. We just got up and left. And, uh, of course, we were in the cheap seats, so we were coming down the spiral stair at the end of the stadium on the north end. And uh, we get about halfway down the spiral stairwell or whatever you want to call it. Um, And we hear this roar from inside the stadium, and we kind of peek through the portals there, what we could see out towards the field. Cups and drinks were going all over the place, and people were just hugging and high-fiving. We ran down to the north end of the end zone, and sure enough, the Titans had literally, did literally pulled a miracle yeah. and uh, and scored a touchdown against the Bills. So um, that's our new intro, and we're excited to have it. We're excited to have you guys with us. It's the holiday season, and we couldn't be more giddy about it. I mean, we've got nine days. It's December 15th. We've got nine days till Christmas. Just nine crazy? days. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it's nuts. It's wild. 2024 is going to be here right around the corner. Man, we've got bowl games this weekend. There are six bowl games this weekend. Um, but first, let's talk about last night's Thriller in Las Vegas. 
Um, and as Las Vegas hosted the Los Angeles Chargers in Allegiant Stadium there out in the desert, just right on the edge of Las Vegas Strip. Now, these are two teams, folks, that last weekend they scored a combined seven points between the two of them. The Raiders didn't score any. They got beat three to nothing by the Minnesota Vikings in 12 innings. <laughs> it uh, said, At home. I said yesterday, that's a boring baseball it's, score. Absolutely. And uh, the Chargers, I think, just managed seven against New England the week that, that last weekend also. So seven points total. Last night they scored 84 points, 63 to 21. Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders win, baby. Just win. Just win. That's what they did. Yeah, it only hit the over by about 50. That's right. The over-under uh, moved a little bit up to about 35 and a half right before kickoff. And um, the Raiders had that at halftime. At halftime, it was 42 to nothing. Um, eventually, it got to be 63 to 7. And, of course, now the, the Los Angeles Chargers did not – uh, have Justin Herbert. He is he's out for the season. He's fractured a finger in his throwing hand, so they have they've put him on the shelf. And in in they brought in Easton Stick, and this Easton Stick, which we did a little did a little research on him yesterday, right, Big Lou? Yeah, yeah, four FCS championships. Yeah, North at North Dakota, Dakota State, State which, which is a we powerhouse. Absolutely, they are dominant in that conference or that league or whatever you want to call it yep. that level division of college football and Easton Stick was a quarterback and uh, you know he went 23 for 32 he threw three touchdowns couple of them pretty late in the ball game uh, one interception and he threw for 257 yards he didn't play he, bad he threw for more yards than Aiden O'Connell the former Purdue quarterback that had six starts under his belt uh, Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders went 20 for 34, 248 yards, four touchdowns, and one INT. Now, um, for the L.A. Chargers receiving wide, Joshua Palmer had a long touchdown, a 79-yarder. He had 113 yards in a TD. Devontae Adams had eight receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, like I said, halftime, it was over. It was 42 to nothing. Brandon Staley, the head coach of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, is probably looking at getting fired. He um, has. He's fired. Oh, he's done. I've, he's I, done. Matter of fact, I was out running around. So they've already they've already axed him. He was fired well, about an hour ago. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, a few hours ago. Brandon Staley, head coach, is gone. And the general manager. Both of them fired. Well, and you know that I don't I don't know what it was. There was such Great expectations and high hopes for the Los Angeles Chargers this year. They had uh, Eckler, who's a terrific running back. They've got uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. They thought Quentin they had Johnson Mike was Williams. Be good. He went. Mike Williams, a receiver, went down. Keenan Allen. I, I can't figure it out. I mean, these guys. Darwin James, a terrific, one of the best linebackers in in the NFL. Yeah, Florida State. So, um, you know, I don't know, but. Um, the Jeff Bezos Amazon Prime Video Thursday Night Football Analyst Crew. One of them is Richard Sherman, and you guys might remember oh, Richard yeah. Sherman. He's a defensive back for 
uh, Seattle Seahawks, the, All Pro. The Legion of Boom. All everything. Yes, that's right. Now, quote, Richard Sherman, the worst first half of football I've ever seen from a team, talking about the Los Angeles Chargers. <clears throat> Looks like they've given up. Sure did. They quit. Yep. You know, when, when other pros are looking at your team and saying this publicly on TV, because, you know, pros – Pros are kind of like referees, and you know they you know they they stick together officials. And what I'm talking about is even if they kind of screw up on the field, the guys in the booze still kind of sugarcoat it and don't really yeah. don't really bash on them too much unless you just absolutely have to. Right. And Richard Sherman felt that he had to bash on the Los Angeles Chargers last night by saying these t- type of things. Like it looks like they've given up, they quit. They've packed their bags. You know, that type of turn up terminology. And these are professional athletes, folks. These are these are people that get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to do their thing out there on the field, perform at an extremely high level, ask you to come in as a fan, and then- come in and watch them live and bring your kids and pay $8 for a popcorn, $6 for a bottle of water, uh, twelve to fourteen dollars for a beer, and these are the same people that are going out on the field and are stinking it up, giving like up. A, giving up, quitting. Yep. yep. And and it was you a know, bad product last night. My my thing is, I love the NFL and and I love fantasy league football. I've been doing it for years and decades, and I love everything about it, but I don't like the aspect of gouging and milking the fan base and then going out on the field and just tanking it, underperforming. Yep. You know, not putting not trying the hardest that you can you can try and being the best player that you can be. And that's what the Los Angeles Chargers did last night. According to not just according to me as a fan, because I don't know that much about it, but for Richard Sherman to sit there on the set of Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football and say they have quit. I have never seen a worse half half of football in in his life. You know what else he said? I've never seen a team come out this uninspired, end quote, Richard Sherman. He was talking about the coaching and how bad the coaching was. I don't know if you heard this, but he also said that they should make NFL history and fire Brandon Staley at halftime. Well, that's what he said. Um, which I don't think a lot of people disagreed with. You're down 42 to nothing. Well, and, after, and it's that way because you lost two players. Two players make you a 42 to nothing halftime af- underdog. After the after the Raiders' defense scored their second touchdown, the score was 63 to seven. Uh, eight different Las Vegas Raider players scored a touchdown last night, which has only happened hadn't that that hasn't happened since like 1950, I think. They they showed a stat I think sometime in the 50s. Um, and you know, like I said, they lost the Chargers lost Justin Herbert for the season ending injury. But why has the whole season been such a disaster? We're joined in the studio by Coach Dickinson, James Dickinson, and he's our local football guru. And, uh, Coach, I don't know if you watched a game last night, but just from you, – you've heard what I said. Yes. And what, what's, go, what, what's, going, what's going on with the team 
and a, and a professional team. I'm not talking about a junior high, high school, junior college, even a college level team that is takes some serious injury hits at skill positions. I'm talking about a professional team, and like I said, these cats get paid millions and millions of dollars, live a life of luxury. Their fans have to come in. They build them a brand-new SoFi Stadium, $2.5 billion stadium like they're going to build in Nashville on the river. And then they expect their fans to come in and get gouged by whatever concession company that the ownership has sold off to uh, run the concessions for, for the games. And they get gouged on their pricing from water, their kids, uh, popcorn, uh, a hot dog, whatever the, whatever it is. And then they expect – and then they put that type of show on the field. It's sad. It was sad. I couldn't stop watching it last night because I thought that the NFL – I thought at one point they may score 90 points last night. I really <laughs> did. I thought well, this thing could be 92 to uh, 7. I mean, they weren't even – it looked like they weren't even attempting to tackle. No, they wasn't. They wasn't. And the bad thing about it, you, you touch base on this right here. How do you watch Thursday night football? It costs a lot of money for the fans to watch that game, you know. Well, absolutely. It, 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 I don't have Amazon, not, you know, because Amazon Thursday night Prime football, members only. Thursday night football has been a terrible product for you know the entire I mean, you know, time. The, it's been. I a mean, thing. it's obvious. It's obvious that the, that the that the schedules of the schedulers of the NFL are not going to put the best product on Thursday night football, especially when you're selling that product off to Jeff Bezos for a billion dollars for the rights to. Uh, Broadcast Thursday night football on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, and, so and it's called you're NFL, not going to get National that. Football League. These are professional football players, and these these folks here last night, I wasn't real sure if uh, Hell, the, we could call them professionals. The Canadian Football League could have beat could could have worn out the Chargers last night. Yeah, most you know? definitely. USFL could have. So uh, you know, it, it, it's just sad, and, and and you know, it just kind of. Uh, it just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth as an NFL fan. I'm disappointed in the NFL. They can, you know, they can do better, folks. Yes. And you should demand better as a fan, as a person, as as. I don't know. It's, it was a bizarre. Never seen it. I'm a football fanatic. Never seen a game on the NFL like that last night. Yeah, and Big Lou's Big Lou's taking us out with money from Pink Floyd. Oh, I love it. Kind of appropriate. Because it seems like that's all the NFL's about. That's all I care day. about. Here we go. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou, special guest Coach Dickinson in the studio. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thank you. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shear-X dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Big Lou. And thank you, Jimmy Buffett. Rest in peace, my friend. I know you're out there on the ocean sailing. I don't think I've ever heard the Jimmy Buffett version of, yeah. of that song. Oh, yeah. I liked it. it yeah, it's nice. terrific. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I know I kind of went on a rant about the Los Angeles Chargers getting blown out last night 63 21 and i went on you know but you know they deserve it some things get under my saddle and i've just got to got to get them out of there and that was one of them um some things that are bothering me and the nfl unfortunately in sports and in pro sports in baseball hockey basketball you name it pro sports sports College too, but especially pro sports. It seems like you had the haves and the have-nots. There's always this certain echelon, upper tier of teams that continuously make the playoffs, continuously are involved in championship and a run for a championship, and then there are these teams that are continuously not involved in the playoffs. And I don't think that's fair to uh, professional fans. Across the board, whether it be soccer, whether it be hockey, whether it be basketball, whatever, baseball, whatever the deal is. It's not fair to expect and ask these fans to show up, support your professional team if you're not going to be professional and make an effort every time you go on the field to be professional and play as hard as you can play. Do you agree, Big Lou? I do, and and, and speaking of bad products on the field, uh, saw something this morning that before taxes and fees, you can go to the Falcons and Panthers game this Sunday for forty-five cents a ticket. There you go. And you know, Ar- and you know Arthur why? Blank, because they don't have a good product. Arthur Blank, one of the one of the founders of Home Depot, he owns the the Blank family owns the Falcons, right? And he when he built when he basically built the Mercedes Benz Dome there in Atlanta, he said. You know, I'm going to keep concessions down. I went to an Alabama-Duke game there, and I've been to an SEC championship game there. But I went to an Alabama-Duke game there in Labor Day a couple of years ago and go up to this concession stand. A Coca-Cola is $2. A box of popcorn is $2. You know, he said, if I can get fans to buy tickets to go to see the Falcons, I'm not going to gouge them at the concession stand. But the problem is 
You have owners like Amy Adams Strunk and the Titans who sell off their concessions to Aramark or somebody that runs concessions. Yep. And so they don't they don't really they really don't monitor how much the markup is in, in certain concession products from water to popcorn to a cheeseburger to nachos or whatever the deal is. They just kind of sell off the, – the Strunk family will sell off the whole concessions for the whole year, every Titans home game, certain amount of money. Aramark pays it, and then Aramark comes in and gouges – the price gouges all the fans in Nissan Stadium. Yeah. And it's wrong. It's wild. And it's wrong. Um, Roger Goodell just got back from the winter meetings, NFL meetings, speaking of NFL, in Dallas, Texas. And he was asked some questions by the media. Of course, Dallas is out there near, not too far from Kansas City and so forth. And he was asked questions about the officiating in the Kansas City game. Remember the play where Kadarius Toney was offsides Blatantly. In, in, in air quotes, yeah. Blatantly offsides. Definitely offsides. Uh, he did not ask the officials if he was good or not as far as being lined up. Official would have politely told him, move back, get in line. He did not do that. The play took off. The pass Mahomes threw to Kelsey. Kelsey threw back across the field behind him, which is a perfect lateral, to Katerius Tony, who ran it in 20 yards to, for what looked to be a go-ahead field goal. I mean, excuse me, touchdown. But he was ruled off sides and taken back. And, of course, all of Kansas City fans and even even head coach Andy Reid and even Patrick Mahomes, who normally says nothing about the fishing. Mahomes said, this guy's a Hall of Fame tight end and you're going to take this play away? Well, I don't care. I don't care if he's president of the world. That if, doesn't have anything to do with If you violate the rules of the, integrity the game. of the game, yeah. You don't get a pass, You you know. I mean, what if it happened against Kansas City? They'd be crying like bigger babies than they are. They're just embarrassing themselves. But anyway, so it's just a rule, me, and it was. Called. Let me get back. Let me get back to Roger Goodell. Okay, so he does a. a he answers some questions from the media during uh, winter meetings uh, just a few days ago uh, in Dallas. I guess that's where all the owners fly in in their private jets, and you know compare whatever they compare to each other. Um, but anyway, uh, Roger Goodell said this, quote, I find it ironic that I'm answering questions about officiating and officials and officials getting it right and getting criti- criticized for getting it right, getting the call right. I couldn't agree more with Roger Goodell. Yeah. These people are – these media fans, they want to know about what they're going to do about the officiating. What are you supposed to do about the officiating when you get the call right? It's not like they got it wrong. Yeah. You're telling them to, to get the call wrong and, you know. You know, Andy Reid said, you know, he was offsides by maybe one or two inches. You know, what's a big deal? One or two inches offside, right? There's That's no, what head coach Andy Reid said of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a yes or no type of thing. You know, what's, yeah. what's one or two – so I guess – I guess if – if Kansas City and Buffalo or Kansas City and Miami are playing in the AFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl and the and the opposing receiver gets one foot down the back of the end zone, but the other foot is just one or two inches out of bounds, you know, according to Andy oh, Reid. should still count it. According to Andy Reid, it's okay. Get out of here. It's, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Just one or two inches, Andy, right? Doubt it. Let's go to Waffle House. So good. grow up and do better. 
Quit crying. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs are eight and five. You know? Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna put they're gonna they're gonna lay all this at all this at the doorstep because Kadarius Tony can't can't stand in a line with his other ten players or eight players on the line of scrimmage. It's ridiculous. Quit crying about it. Grow up. Yep, I agree. There you go. Okay. Um this weekend, bowls, college bowls begin this weekend. There Magical are six there are six bowls tomorrow, Big Lou. There really? are six, baby. Six wow. of them. So get ready, and I'm going to give you I'm going to give you who I like in these bowls. If you guys want to grab a quick pen, the first bowl, and these this is at 10 a.m. in the morning, starting in the morning, is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Have you ever been to Myrtle Beach? I have not. I have not either. I've but always I always wanted to. I hear it's, you know, I hear it's lovely. Myrtle Beach, I believe, South Carolina. Yes, that is, is correct. That is. Well, the Myrtle Beach Bowl kicks off at 10 o'clock, and Georgia Southern is a three and a half point favorite over Ohio. Take Ohio. I like Ohio there. New Orleans Bowl is next up as Jack State minus two and a half takes on Louisiana at 115, which is be just following the Myrtle Beach Bowl. That's a New Orleans Bowl. I'm sure that'll be in uh, the Caesars Dome. Is that which the Raging Cajuns? Used to be the Superdome or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, and and I like I like Jack State right there. That's like a home game for for Louisiana. Though. I know, but I, I'm still taking Jack State. Okay. I, I still think they're a better team. All right. Louisiana hadn't showed us that much. Now, the next bowl up will be the Cure Bowl as Miami of Ohio at eleven and two takes on Appalachian State at eight and five. And you know what? Don't bet against Appy State. They're minus six and a half, and that game starts at two thirty. Uh, and the next bowl is the New Mexico Bowl. And Auburn fans will be uh, enlightened to hear that New Mexico State University is in the New Mexico Bowl, and they are favored by three and a half over Fresno State. And I say since New Mexico State went down there and whooped Auburn down there at Jordan-Hare Stadium, my God, take New Mexico oh, State. So, so that, that New Mexico State loss wasn't – as bad as we thought it was. Oh, I'm I, just kidding. It I definitely was. It, it was, definitely it's, was. It's pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, was so, bad. the L.A. Bowl, which does not stand for Lower Alabama. I believe that's Los Angeles Bowl. No, I didn't know that. Uh, it involves UCLA tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night at 6.30. UCLA is a four-and-a-half point favorite over Boise State. Take the boys from Boise. Like the it. boys from Boise. Take the boys from Bo- Boise over UCLA. And then the last game of the night is the Independence Bowl. I believe that's in Shreveport, Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it involves two teams that are 6-6. Six and six. So they had to dig down deep in a well to get find two 500 teams to play each other. One team is California, and the other team is Texas Tech. And that might be the best game of the night. And uh, even though the teams are 6-6, six and six, they're probably evenly matched. Um, and I like Texas Tech minus the three in that. Drake, so. we just talked about two of those bowl games with teams that are kind of playing in their home state. I don't know about their home stadium, but definitely a home game for them nonetheless. New Mexico State and Louisiana. Memphis, University of Memphis, is playing their bowl game in the Liberty Bowl. Well, that's in yeah. their home stadium. Well, what do you? What do you? Th- I mean, I just want to know what you think you about know, that. I, I mean, think that's kind of. I think that's kind of well. Tennessee, suspect. Tennessee was at the Music City Bowl against Purdue, right? I mean, you do that. That's not their and, home stadium, though. That's well, but three it's hours. but it's their home state. That's I mean, their, come on, it's Nashville, three Tennessee. Hours west. It's the same thing, man. Because you, what you want, you want some interest. You want some people in the stands. 
You want you want a fan base. You know you're going to pay a team to travel there and and put them up. And you're gonna you're gonna put up Memphis in, in a hotel somewhere in Memphis. You're gonna put up the Tigers. Well, we're just gonna but, have to but stay you're in gonna have facilities. but by putting Memphis in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, have the Tigers play there. You're gonna have a much better turnout, much better bowl, and it's gonna be a much bigger success. Now, you know. It's just a true home game. Those are the bowls going on tomorrow. Now, let bit. me address – Big Lou, let me address something before we go on our next break. And and I just want to – we've had some voicemail call-ins here at the station, and, and the number is 931-626-3131. Keep them coming. And, yeah, keep them coming. We can handle them. And, you know, some people questioned me on why I, w- I was questioning why the University of Tennessee paid Nico – Iyamaleva. Iyamaleava. Do that one more time. Iyamaleava. Iyamaleava. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Pretty close. Iyamaleava. All right, thank you, Big Lou. And why why the University of Tennessee would pay Nico $8 million over four years and then wonder why they had their whole starting secondary and one of their best front seven players enter the transfer portal Last week, and you know why you and I know, I know what you're going to say, and I know, and I know what Tennessee fans. I said that paying somebody, paying a five star recruit that has not played it down, eight million dollars over four years, then you know what that does, and letting and letting that those details of that deal, nil deal, to get out in the public and amongst the other teammates. You know what that's going to cause? That's going to cause some problems in the locker room. Turmoil. And that's going to that's going to cause some players to leave. That's going to cause some players to enter the portal because they want to get paid too. I do. And when one of their teammates is making eight million dollars over four years, then they're going to say, "Why can't I get paid the same amount?" And you know what? Guess what they're doing? The whole Tennessee secondary is leaving, and people say, "Okay, well, we'll just find somebody else to." Well, guess what? If that was the case, then those then that starting secondary wouldn't have been the starters. If you had somebody else to replace them and play better than those guys, then they wouldn't be starters leaving the program. You'd have the backups in there. But guess what? It's the starting secondary that has entered the portal. And and, and you know, and the reason they're doing it is because of the Bucks. Because Tennessee and their boosters have chosen to pull one five star player out and pay him a boatload of money. And let the other players kind of sit there and flounder around a little bit. And you know what? In today's today's age of the NIL, their good players aren't going to put up with that. Are they, Coach? No, they're not going to put up with it. And then and it gets to a point, too, guys, that if you're an assistant coach, you've been doing this stuff for 20 years, you're assistant now, you're a line coach, you're a linebacker coach, and you go out after you've been there for hours longer than players, and you look in the parking lot, and every car in the parking lot is – Ten times more expensive what you can afford. And you my, know, my only thing is, my only thing with that is, is there's been I've seen some more information about what we talked about yesterday about this as well. The, the the difference, in my opinion, is is something like Alabama. We've got Alabama and Tennessee in this room. I don't think that information is getting out to the public, which does make a difference. But I still think it's within the team. And I just saw something this morning, and I talked about it with Coach Dickinson this morning on, on another show. Every wide receiver commit and player on Alabama's roster from 2020 and 2021 have all 
enter the portal themselves. So, it's happening everywhere. It's not just a Tennessee thing. And so, this is happening all over the country. This article that I read, listen, Tennessee needs to position itself more like its SEC rivals that are regularly vying for championships. There are more reasons to attend a school than just money. But the Vols lost that public relations battle a long time ago. You want to prepare yourself for the NFL and win championships? Then go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama or Athens, Georgia. You want to get paid? Then Knoxville is the best place for you. And so, if it's about getting paid and not winning championships, then head to East Tennessee and go up on the hill. That's the way but it let is me everywhere. tell you what: if they're sitting there, there's there's only so much booster money that can go around. There's a lot. Of there's them. only so, but there's only so much booster money that can go around. And if you're paying a quarterback that had that barely played a down at Tennessee eight million dollars over four years and shunning everybody else, you're gonna have problems in the locker room, and that equates to problems on the field. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake in the studio with Coach Dickinson and Big Lou on the board. We'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Merry Christmas, baby. You should sure treat me nice. Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice? Give me a diamond ring for Christmas. Now I'm living in paradise. And welcome back into the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joining the studio well, by Coach Dickinson. And. Big Lou Maddox on the boards, and it is Friday, December 15th. You got nine days, folks, to get your shopping done. You seen that video? I only got $8. Christmas <laughs> need to slow down. I only got $8. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's how it I feel is. Right and, now. and, you know, let me just finish up. And, and people people have been calling in. They've been saying, well, you need to get off Tennessee. Leave Tennessee alone. Other universities do. And I get it, and I understand it. 
and, and, and I get it. But look, the NIL is an advantage for the University of Tennessee that should be used, and those funds that they use for the NIL and those players uh, is part of, of what has made the Vols relevant again. Do you see what I mean? However, if the Vols want to be great, and they want to be great, Tennessee wants to be great. They want to be. They want to be the Georgia. They want to be the Alabamas of the world. I know that. And you and you all out there and listening to me, Tennessee fans, we don't want to be like Alabama. We don't want to be like Georgia. <laughs> well, BS. Okay. Who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to win? win. That? Who, want to win. Who doesn't want? Who doesn't want to be considered in the national championship talk year after year after year? If you don't then you're fooling yourself. But anyway, however, if the Vols want to be great, they'll have to build their roster from the high school ranks and develop great players while in college. They're not going to be able to go out there and purchase players out of the transfer portal. I know they think they can do that. To some extent, but and, when I mean, you're losing you a whole know, secondary, that's not going to – I mean, you have to pick up – you have to recruit and pick up players from the portal. And then they gra- I mean, they need to develop school. these players that they get out of high and develop them in Knoxville in college. That will attract top talent. But they don't they don't have patience for that no more. They want to go win instantly. If you go out here and, and sink all your hopes and dreams and, and a with, bunch of football players in high school, you're looking at developing them two, three, four years down the line to be to a point that they're great. And so they can now scale that back to 10 to 15 recruits and go – chase NIL and try to get 10 to 15 of them guys. I know. So, uh, that will attract top talent and with some discretion, and the discretion is keeping your mouse. If you're Nico and you, and you hit the lottery from, <laughs> from the Tennessee stud or whoever's cutting the checks up there and you hit $8 million for the four years and you hadn't even played a down, keep your damn mouth shut. Don't go parading around. Don't pull up to practice in your new uh, Escalade or whatever you're driving and showing it all off to everybody in campus. Keep your mouth shut. Have some discretion because all it's going to cause is some problems and dissension in the locker room, which obviously it has with these secondary uh, defensive secondary players leaving along with some other players going into the portal. Now, they can come back if if – uh, Hypel Hoople, what's his name? Hoople. You, you had it right the first time. Hypel, if Hypel allows them to come back out of the out of the transfer portal after they've tested the waters, they can come back. But you know, what does that tell your other teammates? What does that What does that tell What does that tell your teammate? Oh, you you wanted you left the team and now you want to come back and coach let him come back on when it when I thought I was going to get that starting position. <clears throat> so you know. I understand the NIL, NIL is not a fun thing. It's not a great thing for college football. What does NIL but it, stand for? Uh, name, image, name, and image, and likeness. 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 Okay. likeness. Um, Tennessee's biggest recent asset, the NIL, has become its highest hurdle to achieving its true goals, which should be winning a championship, not just getting rich. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If you guys have a, have something you want to say about it, 931-626-3131. Leave your voicemail. They are being listened to, and your voice is being heard right here on the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. Okay, 
Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani signs a $700 million, 10-year, $700 million contract for the 29-year-old pitcher and power hitter. Uh, but the contract has a few unusual little uh, turns and twists to it. The $680 million of that $700 million is going to be deferred until the end of the 10 years. It's kind of confusing to me. So, but, I mean, you know, he's got $2 million a year to live off of. I mean, I I know that's yeah, tough. I, I mean, for pro athletes nowadays, two million dollars a year is probably, probably you know, I don't know, pocket change. Yeah, well, well, he, he lives in California too, so that, right. that's a big hit. For so, yeah. I, and so two million dollars a year he gets until the ten years. Then he's going to get the six eighty, and Otani can opt out of the ten year contract if the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers changes, or if the president of operations leaves during that 10-year contract that's he can get out of that he can get out of that contract that's the first time any uh, uh agents uh, sports agents have ever heard of that going down yeah. if he gets out of the contract though they still own the money though right i mean i would imagine yeah i'm sure they would well i mean they yeah. it would probably be prorated mm-hmm. i imagine it'd be prorated 70 million dollars a year so uh, but you know think about Shohei otani you get two players for the price of one hell you get a great pitcher and a great hitter and you know, as opposed to just a pitcher that starts every five or six days, right? You know, it's sad that we we talk in sports and we have to talk about all these crazy amount of dollars. I know, and, and then it's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamins. Thirty baby. days ago, we was talking about how much Jimbo Fisher gonna make not coach football. That's it's right. It's sad. Uh, also, in, uh, the Dodgers who are making some major moves get Tyler Glasnow. Uh, a starting pitcher from the Tampa Bay Rays, and right fielder Manuel Margot from the Rays in exchange for right-handed pitcher Ryan Pepiot or Pepio, I guess is the way you pronounce that, and outfielder Johnny DeLuca. He's a prospect. Uh, the Dodgers uh, send DeLuca and Pepiot to the Rays, and they get Tyler starting pitcher Tyler Glass now and Manuel Margo. Now, tonight in NCAA basketball, the Pretty good matchup. Number five, UConn, minus three and a half, who I like to cover at three and a half, is going to Gonzaga. Gonzaga's ranked anywhere from 10 to 12. Gonzaga is not the beast they used to be. And UConn is playing some terrific basketball. I like UConn minus the three and a half. Tomorrow in NCAA basketball, take the under in the University of Virginia Northeastern game. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's – I don't care if it's 27 points. Go under the damn total in that basketball game. Under in the Cavaliers basketball game. Also, tomorrow, number eight, Creighton takes on Alabama. That's 7 o'clock at night. LSU takes on number 19, Texas. Number four, Houston goes to A&M. Number 13, Clemson is at Memphis. Number nine, North Carolina is at number 14, Kentucky. That could be a pretty good game right there. Real good. And then Saturday night, the number 12, Tennessee Vols, with their very special guard, Mr. Dalton. Is it Dalton Necht? Connect. 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 Is it, is yeah. it Connect? I thought, I thought it was Neck too. you got to pronounce that K. That, dude, that yeah. dude's for real. He he can ball, he can, he's a baller. Where's he from? Like, I, I'm not he's, – he's, he's from a Juco. He's a Juco. Product. Yeah, and I want to say he's from one of the Dakotas originally. Yeah. Wow, he's good. You know, uh, Mark Sears from Alabama, only one that's averaging more per game than him right now. Well, I'll tell you what. He's a special player, and his NBA stock is going through the roof. Yeah. As the Vols go to NC State – 
Saturday, tomorrow night, and that game starts at 9 o'clock at it's night. Actually, so a, you ball fans. It's, it's part of a tournament, actually. They're playing that okay. in San Antonio. Oh, is that in? Yeah. Okay, playing. there you have it. Then. And tips, well, 9 o'clock. Huh? Uh-huh. The, they're yeah. playing the late game in that tournament at 9 o'clock. The, and the best game tomorrow to watch might be number one Arizona is at number three Purdue. Undefeated wow. Arizona. Yeah, and the one and a three matchup tomorrow. I guess it, is that in the tournament too? They didn't show I, me. I'm not sure. I just but saw it was, this But it was showing at Purdue, so maybe. Purdue that, had looked to, hasn't looked Some type too, of Christmas tournament. Yeah. Alabama played them down to a wire. Uh, no, Alabama should have won that ball Should have won the game, yeah. They, they basically Se- had to lead the whole when game. Sears, Sears that night had 35 points. That's what, yeah. Uh-huh. So, and that Mark Sears, he's something else. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, okay, weekend fantasy. Uh, and, you know, this is where the fantasy leagues start the playoffs. So, this is important. I'm invested uh, in this. Some sleepers that you might want to pick up that might not be picked up and owned in your league. The trade deadlines have passed, but sleepers in the league. Curtis Samuels of the Washington Commanders going – you know, number the number six quarterback in the NFL, Sam Howell, Washington Commanders. Uh, and they're playing Los Angeles uh, Rams. Los Angeles Rams, 22nd in pass defense, and the total is 49. So the total's up there. Curtis Samuel, good play. Deontay Foreman, Chicago running back. He's gotten more carries than Khalil Herbert and Rashawn Johnson over the past week. Titans legend, Deontay And they get, they get Arizona coming yeah. up. So Chigakonkwo from the tight – if you need a tight end – uh, it looks to maybe score. The Texans are the fourth friendliest defense to tight ends in the NFL. Chigaconquo to score this weekend. I got him and on my might, bench. I might, I might, and I might you, start him. And you might want to play some. That you might want to bet on some of these players to score a touchdown uh, on uh, FanDuel is what I use. Now, great starts for this weekend. Brock Purdy, Rock Brock Star Purdy. And they are at Arizona, so they'll be he'll be a good start. Matthew Stafford at Washington. It sounds like they're gonna that Washington Commanders game could go over. Jordan Love at Tampa Bay. Geno Smith or Drew Locke versus the struggling pass defense of the Philadelphia Eagles. And they just of course, wild. you knew their pass defense had to be struggling if they call and get a player from the Titans. Right. I mean, let's be honest. Two MTSU um, guys. Back hey, the Predators the guys. The Predators are looking good. They play at Carolina tonight against the sixteen and twelve and one Hurricanes. The Predators are sixteen and thirteen, and they're in fourth place in the Western Conference in the Central Division of the Western Conference. And the puck drops at six thirty. Um, you know, good run right there. That's a good run. Ball game starts to get- tomorrow too. Trying to get, yeah. Oh, I've already, yeah, we talked we've, about we've, it. We've yeah. been through the bowl games. Yeah, that's we've been through pretty good day. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Dickinson and Big Lou's on the board and give us a little feedback. And uh, we appreciate you all joining us. It is the holiday season. If you're out there enjoying the holiday season, hitting some parties or whatever, get a designated driver, call an Uber, call a Lyft. You know, don't be that person. Please don't be that person. Okay? Because I don't know if they carry this show in jail. I don't know. I think they do. Do they? Well, there you go. Okay. You have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you on Monday.